Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. Total commitment to a task both is both liberating and exhilarating, so make your commitment strong but remain flexible in your methods. Success is a price. I want the, uh, look, you don't have to lose your family. That, that is an absolute lie of the devil. Maybe sometime at question time we'll show you how we were able to do that. But success is a price, it's a payment, the exchange of sacrificial commitment and personal discipline and mental, spiritual, physical and time output. And yet so many honest and dedicated Christians with character and intelligence, you wouldn't lie on a commitment to anyone else, but continually, persistently, habitually, you dot what we call a pseudo-rationalization. And you break commitment by way of pseudo-rationale, thereby pushing yourself lower in your own esteem and at the same time with your own own subconscious mind you strengthen the chains that are already bind. If paying the full price means a commitment to excellence and learning how to excel in dimensions that we have never known before in our life, people say to us, well, how do you get on out in the business world? You must have some competition. We have never in 50 years had any competition. We've never had a court case in 50 years. No one's ever held their fist up to us and said you did a bad job for us. Why? Because anything we do, whether it's a service or a product, it has to be 40% better than anything else in the world on the market. And we have no competition. No competition at all. You see, whatever God gives you to do, you must know your stuff inside and out. Saturate yourself with it. There is nothing that will put a spring of confidence in your walk and in your performance like being sure that you definitely, concretely and specifically know what you're doing. And it won't take you long to find out that success is not in sale at bargain prices. Number six, learn to speak on your feet. Now why is that important? Because if you're going to build any sort of business, eventually you're going to have to face a television program, you're going to have to uh, talk to a board of directors, you're going to be able to have to handle yourself on your feet. I had tremendous, tremendous problems in this because I could not articulate words. I spent five years just listening to British broadcasting because in those days the, the English was impeccable. And I practiced for five years. And then I did something, it was the first time in the British Empire that someone had done this for 200 years, and the media came to the door and were driving me crazy. But I was the best equipped guy in town because I had prepared. I think it was your Abraham Lincoln that said, I will study, I will prepare, and my opportunity will come. Well, I had all these speaking appointments that I had to attend to, but I had a problem. I was full of nerves. I couldn't, I couldn't stand up and speak. I, I, I just couldn't handle it. And so if I had to speak to you many years ago, I would have woken up at 2 o'clock this morning. I would have run a mile at 2 o'clock, another mile at 3 o'clock, a mile at 4 o'clock, a mile at 5 o'clock, a mile at 6 o'clock, a mile at 7 o'clock. Then I'd run backwards and forwards to the bathroom all day. Now, I don't have to paint any pictures. You know what I'm talking about. 
But a half hour before I'd leave to go and speak, I'd plead with my wife to help me. And she didn't like the idea of what I was doing. And she'd tell me not to do it, that I'm going to be ill when I get older. Uh, that hasn't happened. Uh, and uh, finally she'd get uh, half a glass of milk, put some burnt flour in it and some sugar and mix up a glue. And I would glug, glug, glug that down and that would buy him a bowel so I wouldn't have an accent when I stood up. <laughs> I did that for 15 years. <laughs> and by the way, when I got home I'd take chocolate laxettes to get it all back to normal again. <laughs> <laughs>